I'm of the mindset of let entertainers entertain and draw a line between their entertainment and their personal lives. When R. Kelly's situation started heating up a while back, Walker called me out and said, you can still listen to Bump and Grind knowing what he did to these women and have no problem with them. At the time, my answer was yes. At the time of this recording, my answer is no. Yo, this is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. <laughs> Walker! We've Walker. been to cook! Walker, can you come to our game? Peace and blessings, beloveds. We want to thank you guys for tuning into the latest and greatest episode. Shout out to all of our listeners, both new and old. We want to thank you guys for hanging out with us and spending a part of your day or week with us. Everyone's here. I'm back. Thank goodness. Getcha, how are you? No, 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 no. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. You're going to get the same energy I get when I leave. How are you, Walker? And did you enjoy your week in the last weekend? It was good. It good. Was, yes, I'm doing well. And yes, I, I did have a rather enjoyable weekend. That's all I care about, Walker. Let me give you some of that. Enka. Uh, <laughs> I am glad to have you back, Walker. Uh, I know it goes without saying, but I miss you, man. And I'm man enough to admit that, okay? okay. It's is a safe space for feelings and emotions. Yeah. All right. And I will admit this, too. This is kind of bad. This is going to make me sound really weird. But <laughs> I ended up watching more of the war report. Over the weekend? That's hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> That's how much I Just missed a, you. <laughs> wait, because of that? Yes! <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> we formed a bond walk. I don't know what to say. Okay. <laughs> well, there you have it. It's safe space, right? Sure. Did I just I, get blocked? I, I think it's proven. <laughs> anyway, good to see you, man. Likewise, likewise. No, just just flew up. Impromptu bro trip. Flew up to DC. Mm. And you know, when you, when it comes to people in your life that you care about, you love, you show up for them. Absolutely. They need you. Yes. So, uh, homeboy who I showed up for. Exceptional guy. Um, always show up for other people and just, you know, just had a moment where me and another friend was like, Hey, let's, let's do it. Gotcha. Let's do it. We don't care how much the flight's called. Let's, let's, let's show up. So we did that. Um, he was very appreciative, you know, lifted his spirits, the whole nine. So yeah, man. Okay. So that's, that's really what it's about, man. Just showing up for the people you care about. Stand up guy. You are Caesar Walker. Thank you, man. All right. Now you get back to your, whatever you were saying. How are you? Ah, Walker. I thought you'd never ask. Ah, uh, I'm doing splendid. Had a great week. Why are you splendid and having such a great week? Uh, well, Walker, <laughs> I mean, you you leave no room for suspense or build up. So I guess I'll just get right to it. Dude, we are on Amazon Music. <laughs> Do tell. 
what else do I need to say? Okay. I mean, it was like, how did that come about? Oh, or? no, no, no. So I got, <laughs> I got, a, I got an email. <laughs> or excuse me, we got an email from our uh, Tipping Point uh, email account, which I'll talk a little bit about that later, too. No, no, no. I'm going to talk about that as soon as I get done with this. So we got an email saying, hey, you should consider connecting your podcast to Amazon Music, which is soon going to be Amazon Podcast exclusively, I think. Um, so I was like, oh, yeah, what's well, Amazon? You know, all, all of our other life's information is with Amazon. So why not put our podcast there? So connected everything, Walker. And um, as of this morning, we have 21 subscribers. That's, that's awesome. it. That's in less than a week, Walker. And so, and and here, climbing. Yeah. Well, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about you, Walker, and I actually shared this. I actually shared this information that you shared with me years ago uh, to a client of mine, and um, it's just the power of consistent content. Mm-hmm. So I really believe we were easy to promote on Amazon Music or Amazon Podcast, whatever they're calling themselves. Feel like feel like we're easy to promote because we had so much content. We weren't just like a you know drop two episodes and disappear type thing. So I think that helped us. And um, yeah, man, flowers given given to you because as I've said on here before, I think I said it on our one hundredth episode. I was not a fan of that. Like I was cool with recording once a month, you know. But you were like, no, we're content creators. We're gonna come in. We're gonna we're gonna produce content every week. So um, now I wouldn't. I can't see it any other way. You know. Now I don't understand why people don't do something every week. But yeah. So. Thank you. Yeah, man. Uh, so speaking speaking of that, uh, I, I, I should wait. I should wait and say this. We should, let's get black out of the way, then I'll, I'll come back because it'll help us roll in. Get him out of the way, right? <laughs> so while you're getting out of the way, how are you doing? Uh, it doesn't really sound like it's that important. <laughs> and he's out of the way. So back to you, uh, Gap. <laughs> Goodness gra- how I can't believe been? I just how said that. No, how, how, like you know what I mean. No, 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 no. Hey, we're not doing that. So, I, I want to know how you've been. Uh, nothing new. Nothing new. Yeah. What'd you do with yourself this past weekend? Just kind of chill. Uh, I went out and played uh, Ultimate Frisbee, and I had something interesting happen because, like, a while back, I, like y'all I, won. Well, it's not really wins or losses. It's like just being out there Fair playing. Enough. Is this Buddha? No, this is uh, recreation. So uh, asking for him. Okay. So it's been a while before I since I've been able to like really sprint, and I had to. I guess from going to the gym regularly, I was working on my hamstring, not really knowing, and I was able to like had a breakthrough. Oh yeah, felt good. Yeah, everybody was surprised. Like, man, we didn't know you can run that fast. I'm like. Didn't know that either. No. Nice. Can we get some can we get some applause for that? Are I'm we, we for searching for it? I was gonna give him laughter. <laughs> yeah, I think it has to do uh I'm not sure if it helps with speed, but like box jumps. hmm I've been doing a lot of those lately. Nice. I think maybe that helped my burst. Cool. Other than that, that's only like eventful thing. And I'm going to UAB's hope uh home opener. This weekend that should be interesting. They're playing Liberty. Who you who, are you going? No, not, not Mister. I'm gonna be in Sanford ass. No, we can't do UAB. This is not about me. Are we gonna Are we gonna stick wrong, to black? Wrong sport, right? <laughs> yeah, wrong sport. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Even with a new stadium, it's nah. Bas- Do they play basketball in that stadium? Because that's how he'll show up. Anything else, Black? No, I'm good. All right, back to you. He's out of the way now, so okay. you, would you like to go? Black, you know what I meant. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Black didn't say anything. I know. So, uh, speaking of consistent content, Walker, the the I guess the growth of this podcast is something that I know you and I are both proud of, even Black, too. But um, I will say it was very heartwarming to see in our SoundCloud inbox... <laughs> Two messages from two of our listeners, you know, essentially asking WTF, right? So, not really, but like in their own nice way, you know. So, um, none of which are from this state of Alabama, which I thought was, and I, I thought one of them was spam at first, but I kept reading and I was like, no, this is a listener. And I, and I looked up her profile and I was like, she follows, like, whoa, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, it's start it's starting to feel good to know that when we're not when we're not producing stuff, people are looking for it. So that yeah, it's pretty cool. Shout out to us, man. Because no I? one no one can notice a thing when we stop, right? But they do. They do, yeah. So um that leads me into my next point or my next discussion point, I guess. Uh Walker, we got some feet well <laughs> I got a lot of feedback on our last recording. <laughs> It came through you. Yeah, yeah. Funnel through me. I don't understand why people can't just like comment or whatnot, but whatever. I'll take any feedback because at one point, you know, people weren't telling me anything about it. So uh, we got a lot of mixed reviews. Uh, when I say a lot, I'd say about a dozen or so. All from women. Okay. A dozen? A dozen, yeah. All okay. from women. Majority white women. Okay. Uh, they... They understood where I was coming from on certain things. They understood where you were coming from on certain things. Uh, I guess. Did you write? Did you write down the notes? I did write them down. What? No, you're gonna take these back. I am. Yeah. Okay. Continue. <laughs> I didn't bring them with me, so I'm relying on memory. But you know, they say no, 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 no. Like no, you want to go get something to eat, man? You no, leave? no, I'm, I'm out. I'm done. No, I'm done. let me let uh, let me try. Okay, you know what they say. You're more will. You're more likely to remember it if you write it down. So since I did write it, that means there's something registered in my memory. I just have to channel it. All you know right. What the point of that is right. What? Continue. <laughs> <laughs> just don't even worry about it. I don't have. I'm not. Don't have to say it. But. I'm going to provide you with a broad synopsis. Can you can you start looking up places we can go after he gets done with this? Why don't you go to Shindigs? I'm just trying to figure out. He just wrote this on like some scrap piece of paper or something? It really was. Like, like when I said write it down. I stopped and I wrote it. It said on the playground where my boy was playing. No, I did write. <laughs> I wrote it on the back of an important document that is on on my desk. It's important. The document's important, yeah. But I was just like, I got to a point where I was like, man, I really need to write this, and it was like a couple hours after we texted. Hurry up before you forget what you was about to say. Okay, here we go. So, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna start with the critical. I had a lady come at me, and she said, Ronnie, look. Your viewpoints on marriage are a direct reflection of how your marriage is right now. And I was like, okay, so we're just going to go there, huh? She was like, yeah. She was like, you're coming from a bitter place. 
So then she gave you acknowledged me acknowledged that though. I did, I did. Um, so then she gave me some very enlightening uh recommendations in terms of like viewpoints of marriage or whatever. And she challenged me. She said, Ronnie, if you are going to sell marriage, you do need to be more vocal about the positive aspects of it. Kind of like what you were saying. And she <laughs> she uh she was very pointed and I could tell she had, she had not only listened, but taken note of a lot of things. And so she said, Ronnie, I only heard one good thing come out of your mouth about marriage in general. Everything else from your viewpoint seemed to be negative. And she said, Ronnie, don't get me wrong. Now this lady's been married. I think she's been married close to 20 years. So she was like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, you're, you're right. There are low points in marriage. There are low points in every relationship, but with marriage and she even went biblical she was like you know are you keeping record of wrongdoings you know are you staying positive are you speaking the good things about this and so she got in my face and she was like don't forget marriage was created by god no one else it's got to be good you have a responsibility as a present and active husband to produce good news about marriage she got in my face, dude. It was crazy. And you said? What are you doing for lunch? No, I'm joking. No, I, I told her. I said, no, you're right. You're right. Um, I I probably could have said a lot more good things about it. Now, I doubled down a bit. And I used my Amazon reference, which did not fly with her. Amazon reference. When you go find a, when you go looking for oh. a product you don't know about, you look for the bad reviews. But the thing I don't understand is she even admitted, yeah, I'm one of those people. So I'm like, well, if you're one of those people, then what? Like, to, to me, that's the end. Like, you're going in looking for the negative first. And so I said that, like, that was like the heartbeat of my whole pitch. Eventually, yes, you do find your way looking at the five stars, the four stars and such. But you start off with that. Do you? I do. I start off with the ones, though. Let me see how bad this is. Now, let me work my way back up to the five stars and see how great it is. How many people put five stars? Did more people put five stars than one stars? What's the ratio? Right? These are, like, concerns when, I, when I'm assessing my next Amazon purchase. Okay. So, that was probably one. You, you, speaking of Amazon reviews, you know, they have, like, uh, the most harsh or the most critical or whatever. That was my most harsh. And this was, like, face-to-face, nose-to-nose with a white female. Okay? Uh, not really nose-to-nose. Y'all chill. Uh, okay. I'm I was going to sure, pivot to your... I'm pretty sure there's some criticism about what I said. But, but let me ask you this. Don't you think there's enough negative commercials going on about marriage in other people's lives why should you have to be why should you have to be the cheerleader for all the negatives that can happen in a marriage when people can just simply look around in other people's lives and see that let me pause you there you asked me if there are enough negatives going on in commercials no a commercial for the negatives in marriage based on other people's lives oh oh If people know people who've gotten divorced, people who are going through it bad, if they already see that, if they're already familiar with the divorce rate, why do they need you to be the soundboard 
for all the negatives that can take place in a mar- in, in a marriage when all they can simply do is use their two eyes and ears to what they're already hearing and seeing. Well, I'll tell you like I told her. I I don't want to falsely I don't want to give a false review on marriage. Cuz my fear is as big of a commitment as marriage is, I don't want somebody to come to me trusting me, trusting my viewpoint on it. And me just over sensationalize it. And then they come back and say, man, you didn't tell me dot, dot, dot. It's kind of like, it's kind of like having a, having a child. And I know I'm the, I know I can, I'm the only one that can speak on this right now, but just follow me here. There's a lot <laughs> that a lot of people don't tell you about when you're having a child. There's a lot, but big picture, having a child is a blessing. Absolutely. Having two childs, having two children (laughs) is an even bigger blessing. But there are some low points in raising a child. There are a lot of low points. Okay. And so I don't think my review of fatherhood would be any different. Okay. If you came to me and said, Walker, if you came to me and said, Gath, where, where am I right now? Clearly, you, clearly not in your own skin <laughs> if I'm calling you Walker. If you came to me and said, Gath, tell me about your truck, right? I'm thinking about getting one. You know the first thing I'm going to tell you? I'm going to tell you how much it costs to fill that bad boy up. It's not pretty. I got a 30-gallon tank on that bad boy. I'd be at Costco camped out. Mm-hmm. All right? That's the first thing I'm going to tell you. Okay. Then eventually I'll get into the, oh, well, it's a truck. You know, it does this, it does that. Mm. But I'm going to tell you about that extended range tank. And I'm going to tell you how I feel. Let me ask you this, though. In that analogy alone, you're getting a vehicle that is made similarly in an assembly line in 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 a factory, right? But all... Are all marriages built the same? No. Okay. So is it a misconception or a mistake to assume that what happens in my marriage is just going to flat out happen in the next marriage? Is that a mistake? Is it a mistake to assume that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Obviously, we know there's going to be challenges because, not to sound cliche, but marriage is what you make it. Facts. So a lot of the work that you're going to be doing in a marriage is a lot of is going to be on you personally. Right. So where the work comes, I mean, I look at it like fitness. We talked about it, you know, with with or before we start recording with black. I'm, I'm actually going through a journey. I've actually lost a few pounds in the past few weeks. Yes. You can decide what kind of outcome you want to have in a marriage. You can you can have a good marriage where the two of you are best friends. But just like being physically fit, you got to work for it. Just because you want it doesn't mean it's just going to organically happen. Right? Right. But you can have that outcome. You can have that. You just got what are you willing to do to get that outcome? And I think that's where the challenge and the issue comes in because a lot of things like selfishness, stubbornness, all that types of stuff. You're going to have to work on that if that's been a part of your makeup in your single life, right? Right. 
but you can have that. And I think that was what I was getting to. And yes, there's going to be some, that's going to be some down days, but if you're working on your marriage, I mean, that's some, I'm pretty sure you've had some bad days on, on your fitness journey. You've, you've, you've ate something you probably shouldn't have eaten, or you probably didn't work out. You was tired. You, we all had those days, but your good days, if you're consistent in making the right decisions, your good days should far outnumber your bad days to where even if you wanted to go to the negative, you're not camped out there long. Yeah. That's my whole point. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. All right. Bring it to me. The biggest critical point I got from your sales pitch from marriage was what I texted both of you guys. Um, it seemed to be a, a really uh, traditional, if I if I said that correctly. Traditional in the sense of uh, your approach. So, uh, my homeboy who who I was ta- who was talking to me about this the prenup. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I should I should have should okay. have included that. Um, my homeboy who was talking to me about this said, "Yeah, seems very traditional." While while the two of you had a point in that this is the black male perspective, we do try to present that as much as we can. Mm-hmm. His thing was, well, the black male still has a pers- perspective if the roles of the prenup are flip-flopped. Honor it. What's wrong? I mean, <laughs> what meaning, meaning what if, what if, your soon-to-be wife presents you with the prenup. Yeah, the the process still works the same, right? And the only point that he was critical about that was we didn't we didn't really unpack yeah. that. Yeah, we came from we came at it from one viewpoint. Sure, that's fair. And so the traditional part is it's assuming that the man is always going to be the one to present the prenup. Okay, that's just the assumption based on our context. Okay, gotcha. A prenup is all it is, is a legal document that provides guidance on how it works like it works like a a will. Not the same thing, because obviously because they're called different things. But a will is a legal document that provides guidance on how to address and distribute assets, address liabilities in the wake of someone's untimely or imminent death. Right. A prenup is a legal document that provides guidance on how to handle assets, divvy up assets, address liabilities in the wake of an untimely or imminent divorce. Right? Right. So we're getting married later in life, right? As opposed to when our parents got married or grandparents got married, right? Right. They were what? 18, 19, 20, when they got, we're getting married. I think some studies show like we're the age is 27. Some are showing like we're in the thirties now getting married. Average first time people, of course, getting married, right? Right. Low thirties now. So the longer we're waiting to get married, the likelihood of you obtaining and accruing assets that are of some value, right? People are starting businesses. People are getting property, lands, you know, rental property, like people are doing stuff, right? So there's some things you may want to protect 
going into a marriage. And it's not that you got one foot in, one foot out, because most people who plan a wheel ain't feeling suicidal. True. Right. So it's not about that. It's you have some things that are that are of importance to you. Let's say you may have a child from an outside relationship and you may want to hand turn over a business or property. You may want to keep something in the family for your seed for that child. Then a prenup will allow, allow you the opportunity to do that. That's for a man, but it's also for a woman. Like they're they're getting property, they they're accruing assets, they got some things they want to protect. So if if you're a guy and you're dating a woman and she wants a prenup, then the process still remains the same. Hopefully, it's something that she has a lawyer for, you have a lawyer for, y'all are working it out, y'all come to an agreement. The process still works the same regardless of who initiates it, as far as I'm concerned. You're a man, you probably hopefully you got your own stuff, right? You got your own things you got going on. So if she wants it, honor it. It's that simple to me. So I just, you know, I just I know a prenup can be kind of triggering just because of how we've been introduced to it, right? It's mm-hmm. either poor timing or poor execution. We've seen it in movies, TV, reality TV, whatever, right? right. Someone's usually getting railroaded or blindsided yeah. or whatever, right? right? It's not so much the issue, it's the way it's being handled that's the issue that gives it a poor taste in people's mouth. I'm saying to avoid all of that stuff, you talk about it as if you would, as if you didn't want to have children, Right. If you're dating someone and you know you don't want to have kids, now you want to practice a lot, but you don't want to actually have the kids, I think it's important to talk about that early in the relationship before all the feelings and emotions and money and all that stuff gets involved, right? Right. I look at this as the same way. Okay. Whether it's the man or the female or whatever. We just happen to talk about it because as men, I mean, that's just something we think about. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Nope. That's, I mean, that's it in a nutshell, so... I took heat. You took heat. Whatever. People are listening. That's all I really care about. So thank you. <laughs> any thoughts? Any thoughts on what we on on that conversation? I mean, you pretty much summed it up. Okay. Okay. Lay to challenge you, huh? Dude, it got contentious. Like I did not see this coming. <laughs> you didn't? No. <laughs> not from this particular woman. Oh, okay. So, but, you know, she's a prayer warrior, so it made sense. She took me to church. And it was constructive, right? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't threatened by it. I just didn't expect her to turn up as much as she did. Did you still feel the same way? Mm, not or, the exact or, same or way. Did, I do, she, I do feel she like... she challenged you to evaluate? Yeah, she did. She did. And if if I had it to do again... Do you think you may have been projecting a little bit? Um, probably, probably. But if I had to do it, do it all over again, present my sales pitch for marriage, I would still lead with the real or the negative. I guess, I I, I guess. Trigger warning. I guess my thing is with that is like, what, that sounds real relative. That sounds subjective to you. That sounds subjective to me because it's like. You're giving a reality of marriage. I'm not saying it's not a reality. Right. It's a reality, but there's more than one reality. True. 
Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. So it goes back to the point I'm making is it's what you make it. What reality do you want in your marriage? Right. We were yin and yang in our review, in our sales pitches for marriage. Okay. We were yin and yang. That's okay. what's so great so, about this podcast so, media. So I guess why I challenge you is when you say, I want to get to the real. Well, what I said was just as real. I think, I think if you gave people an option as to what kind of marriage you want, they probably pick my reality. Yeah, because you sensationalized it. By not talking about your side of it. No, by not being more real. And we're in circles. So are we in circles, Justin Timberlake? <laughs> we're, we're in circles. We don't have to do this. Agree to disagree. Shake hands. Okay. All right, buddy. Undisputed. <laughs> Do they shake hands on Undisputed? Before okay. they get going. Oh, really? A little backwards. So, okay. it's, yeah, we, we did at the end. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, you got anything else? That's Any, all I got anybody for that walk Anybody want to pray for? No. No? I got a praise report, though, but I'll wait for that. Uh, the family of Maya Marcano, the missing girl, Florida student who went missing. I don't know if y'all heard about this, but she turned... I think she turned up dead. Some situation like that. Still an investigation. What? Dude. Slight pivot. Is it just me or a lot of people turning up missing here recently? Yes. It could be that we're hearing about it more. Gotcha. Okay. Continue on. Information age. So, yes, these things are getting reported. And that is definitely a problem, especially with, you know, younger females. Right. And we had an Amber Alert. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but prayers to the family. That's that's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Um, who's on your praise report? Scarface. Did you hear about him? No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean the, elaborate. What's that look for, Black? I mean, the only thing I knew about is that at some point his son was supposed to be like donating a kidney to him. Yes. That procedure was successful. <laughs> Aww. His favorite son. I mean, you gotta be his favorite. Now, I know, right? I mean, <laughs> goodness gracious! Y'all say that in a condescending manner. I mean, that will move into the top of my list. In a condescending manner, yeah. How's his it? favorite. Uh, is that how you meant that? No, I. I is, if you watch like Scarface and like Willie D podcast or something like that. That's oh, yeah, kind of like have a podcast. Yeah, it's kind of like how he is in the podcast. Scarface. Gotcha. How is he? He, he alludes he, to who his favorite son is. He would. Yeah. That's that's how he would say it. Have you listened to the podcast? No. Okay. So I only listen to the tipping point. So what? So what? What? Your hand is up. So what are you about to say? Okay. I was going to ask y'all a question about this because I took some heat on this from my mom. Ooh. Ooh. Do do y'all think your parents have favorite children? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, never mind. This is this is not going the way I thought it was gonna go. I kind of got a feeling or a sensation that y'all were going against me in this whole favorite kid thing. I know who my mom's favorite is. Okay. Right. I know who my mom's favorite is. And it's not me. It's not me either. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely me. <laughs> <laughs> me and my sister had a conversation about that the other day. But has you, your sister has come to grips with it. We're good. 
Yeah. We're good. See, my mom gets really uneasy when I'm like, I know my younger sister is your favorite. I know she is. I'm pretty sure my parents would too, because it's not something, that's not something we go to them about. It's just kind of like, it's just kind of like me and my sister talk about, you can tell just in how your parents relate. It'll be the same situation, but they approach it in a different manner depending on the child. And that's how we were like, yeah. So, yeah. Why don't you go to them with that? Why don't I? Yeah. Well, I'll, look, I'll put it to you this way. How much time in a day do you have, right? And do you really want to devote it to a conversation that you already know is going to go a certain kind of way, right? What's the point? Uh, I got time, any time for that conversation. Hetty. I just wanted to admit it. That's all I want. Well, just admit it so we can move on. Not implying that we're stuck anywhere, but are you bitter? No, I just want acknowledgement. I, I'm right. Wait, so if you were the favorite, would you feel the same type of push to go oh, to them about it? Oh, my younger sister relishes this conversation. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, so she goes to them about it? Oh, no, but if she's within an earshot, she she's popping popcorn. <laughs> no, you're missing my point. You are so you ready. You got all the time in the day to have this conversation with your parents. But if you were the favorite, would you have that same energy? Yes. You still want to have the conversation with them about why you're the favorite. I want it to be proclaimed on the mountaintop. You're a narcissist. Continue. That's my only prayer support. You are a narcissist. Um, speaking of which, how's uh how's your new therapy therapist? Uh I have not got a new therapist yet. Okay, guys, the details are in the context. We set out a plan for me to eventually sunset my current therapy therapist. So you're going to... He's still going. Yeah, I am. It's a process. It's a process. It's not... You don't quit therapy cold turkey. Four years later. (laughs) You don't pivot. You don't pivot abruptly with your therapist. There are things you have to wind down. You don't just snap and this isn't bewitched. 14 years later. I'm still. You, okay. You can't just. How many more conversations do you think y'all need to wind need? it down? Oh, to wind no, it down. No, no. How many? Co- <laughs> no, 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 no. How many conversations does he? Need? <laughs> that's the. That's the real question. There is an end date. Okay. You don't. You don't feel like feel like sharing. I'm not comfortable sharing that. Fair enough. Because off, it may, off record. Because off it record. may change. Oh, I'll definitely share it off record. Okay. Let's do that. Then. Okay. Let's do that. I'll, yeah, we can. We can do that. <laughs> I got a feeling <laughs> it's know, gonna change. You though. know, what we should do. We should cut like Bobadi Jones. <laughs> I don't know, right? And talk about it. <laughs> they come back. Hilarious. No, I'll tell y'all off air. Uh, but yeah, so the, it's it's a process, and this was not my idea. It was my idea to to pivot, but it was is not my idea to have a sunsetting period. What does that mean? That means I'm telling both of y'all. Both eyes. My praise report is Rotimi. Uh, you know, do you know Rotimi from Power? Power. Why are you, you asking him? Did you know who, <laughs> no, who he was? Okay. I thought you were talking about some pasta. And I think it's his girlfriend. Um, they welcomed their first child into this okay. world. Because so. he's, he, he's African or something. He's yeah, 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 yeah. So congrats to him on his new addition. Yeah, he he's really he was really good in that role. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, that's what we know him from. Like, mm-hmm. very popular off of that. You watch Power? No, 
but I knew who he was though. Hmm. What do you watch, Walker? What do I watch? Yeah, I don't watch a lot of TV. Me neither. Discuss the trash. What you got? Go ahead, go ahead. Because oh, I'm going been, first. Yes, because you've been feasting first? on you. You've been waiting for this for at least two How years. I've been waiting. You've How been waiting. You've been salivating. And you've been dreading and it. it. You know, you, you've you, been dreading it. You know what I don't you like know, about you. Been, you know what I don't like about you, Walker. What you don't like about me? You you hit our text group with black yourself and myself, and you drop a leak and you run away. <laughs> You drop a link and you run away. You didn't respond to it. I mean, you you had you, you had ran. How, wait, no, 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 no. I dropped it in there. You put an exclamation mark. What what else you want me to do? That means you need to engage. You can't just, just leave it. Well, you can't really engage here. because I'll leave that'll yeah, rob you, us of content. No, no, okay, I okay. That part, but also you didn't say nothing. I would have responded to what we want to respond. Response to the exclamation mark. Yes. How? Just like you do with the other stuff you text. No, I don't. Yes, you do, Walker. I, I respond to words. Don't make me go I get respond receipts. To words. I respond to words. No, you don't. I don't? You do not. I, You've dropped stuff in that group text before and had commentary to support it. And it's mostly aimed at me. I just <laughs> and you're just as guilty too, Black. I what? Just, putting my ads out here. Ads. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> So, wait, so, so, what do you want me to do? So, what was I supposed to do? You want y'all supposed to be like, well, I told you so, Gatry, I told you. I told That's what you. I was waiting well, on. Oh, so I, because I didn't give you that, you just had to live. And that's and why I'm angry that. because you that's knew what? I was on the other side of the phone just waiting. Had the little bubble going in I the, made it. Uh, I made it in easy. The text I make it so easy for him because he knows as soon as he dropped that. that. I should have typed some words. I should have typed A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So you can see the bubble and then remove that. You can't bad boy. see the bubble on a group text, but anyway, um, <laughs> let's talk about R. Kelly Walker. What, um, what happened to him? I don't know. This is your topic. It's my topic. Oh, it's, it's not, not mine. You brought it. You brought it to the tipping point. No, you brought it up. How? No, you I said. What are we talking about? We said no. Let's get it out the way, Walker. You didn't bring it to the tipping point. No, not the podcast. I brought it to our group chat, not the podcast. You were the first one to say, "Yeah, what the topic?" No is. one that's asked they, you. That's what. That's what people are going to hear, especially people who give us feedback. R. Kelly, everyone knows by now. But what 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 happened to him? He what got indicted on federal charges? He was found guilty of racketeering <laughs> in the federal <laughs> section. got him and he has some he has some pending uh cases federal cases in a few other states as well so this really is this isn't the end of it it's not the end of it hold he on could, he could, finish him he could face up to 10 years to life Gee, off, who is that's a of, wide range just off of this alone and he has other pending uh cases so this was just illinois yes okay and this is this is where they feel like most of the activity took place. Oh, I don't even know if I would say most. Okay. Anything else you want to drop in terms we'll, of? We'll just say some. Okay. Anything else you want to drop in terms of facts about this topic before we get into our I, commentary? Or I, are you good? I'm, or are you going to snatch something else from me? Snatch what? 
You snatched this from me. I was just. Uh, you was. You was. I saved you. Is what I did. <laughs> Yeah, because he, he, he took notes on it like he did those uh, yeah, criticisms. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I didn't care about this. I care, but I didn't really care. Just because I knew. You, why didn't you care, Gatry? I didn't care because of you. That's the part of me. The part of me that didn't care was all because of you. Oh, because of me? What yes. about me? What does this have to do with me? <laughs> so I, was, I don't know, so Robert. So to, to our listeners, and specifically our new listeners, this has been a contentious topic between Walker and I. Almost seemingly since the inception of this podcast. What's right? so, what makes it so contentious? I'm getting to that. Okay. I'm getting to that. I'm of the mindset of let entertainers entertain and draw a line between their entertainment and their personal lives. So when R. Kelly's situation started heating up a while back, Walker called me out and said, and I'm I'm paraphrasing. You can still listen to Bump and Grind knowing what he did to these women and have no problem with them. At the time, my answer was yes. At the time of this recording, my answer is no. What changed? The crow that you served up. Oh, well, uh, the biggest change in our group chat? No, no. Really, really functionally... The biggest change is you can't find his content anywhere. <laughs> I had to. I had to walk her. I had to. You are horrible. <laughs> so you played if you could find it. No, I can't. I can't honestly say that I would. I will add another point that I made, but continue. Okay. Um, no, if, if his, if his content were to magically reappear on Spotify for some strange reason, no. So they've wiped it off. They've removed it. They, dude, that's been done a while ago. You, you about to search? Not, not Spotify. Oh, okay. So, um, so yeah, like in, in reading the link or the, the article that you sent to me and in hearing about this case, he's still on, he's still on Apple. Is he really? Robert, huh? You gonna get a uh, Apple? No, <laughs> so you can listen to him. <laughs> you are a savage. What? <laughs> I just gave you an opportunity. You've been you've been looking. I have not been looking. Oh, but nah. At some point, even even if it's entertainment, and 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 let let let, let me let me let me say this. Let me say this. While we were having these on and off contentious uh, disagreements about this. Part of my whole angle, Walker, was he has not been convicted or charged of anything. Okay. Right? He has been charged. Before? Charged. Charged leads to the whole process. Right. But, but, the, the but there was no gavel. The, that's the conviction part. Right. He has been charged. That's, what we, that's where we are now, you right? care about the conviction. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Put him in front of a judge, and then we'll reassess. But we're bumping grinding until then. See what I did there? Um, Pause. Go ahead. At any rate, where was I, Walker? Now, now that he's gone, now that he's gone before a judge and they did not rule in his favor. Yeah. Are you disappointed? I'm not disappointed. I, okay. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually saddened to hear some of the stuff that came out in the testimonies or whatever. You know what I'm really saddened to hear though? I understand that. 
His defense has a job to do. I get it. And I'm sure they're paid handsomely to defend him. But dude, did y'all hear some of their some of their defense? I have a uh, I have a player of the week dedicated to some of this stuff. So should I pause? Um as long as you leave out the MLK one. Well, that's where I was that's where I was going to go. Yeah. Hold I'll, that. I hold that. Hold that and and uh, once I once I uh once I dunk, okay. I'll but, throw it to you. You come right behind. It'll be like a dunk line, a layup line. Okay. In absorbing a lot of different parts of this case, including that, I'm just thinking, man, if this is if, if they have to go this far to bring up some little resemblance of defense for him, this like there's got to be a lot of validity to this stuff that's coming out. Fair? Okay. So, um, so yeah. I don't I don't support nor, nor condone a lot of stuff that R. Kelly was convicted of. And in knowing and having more detailed and more context to it, official context, it's going to be hard for me to really put in tp2.com and listen enjoyably. And that's that's so odd because that is not like me. That is not like me. I'm usually like I usually can draw that line, but I guess for this particular case, it just hits different. Yeah, another issue I had was just that a lot of his stuff was just even in his music that was questionable. I know you don't listen to a lot of lyrics intently. He had lyrics? Right. So songs like Seems Like You're Ready. Huh? Oh, that's a reach? It is a reach, Walker, because when you first heard that... No, 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 no. When you first heard that song, you weren't thinking about stuff like this. Okay. I want you to be fair. Okay. When you were on the back of your school bus listening to R. Kelly, you weren't thinking about him with underage women. You were thinking about how you were going to leverage this music to get you some action. But how old was he? You weren't... That's that's my whole, that's my no, whole thing. That's he? my whole thing. Take it from the context of when you heard it. So, Gatcher, you telling me that you you have revisited stuff later on in life and you was like, oh, my God, what was I singing? Yes, I have, Walker. Okay, so... 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 Because you was a child, you just ignore like, eh, I was a kid. <laughs> you said when that's, that's I, you, when I heard mean. songs such as... When I hear songs like that now in light of that, and you have people on the documentary talking about this song was about me... You talking about the saving R. Kelly? Surviving R. Kelly. Survive. Clearly, no, clearly no one's Whoa. saved Whoa. <laughs> know who side you're on. He's got a title there. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> what? Saving R. Kelly's a title? No. Your words, not mine. <laughs> put your cape on. Put no, your cape on. I don't have a cape to put on for this. I don't. I, got, I just said R. Kelly's wrong for this stuff. So AJ number to number meant nothing for Aaliyah, who he allegedly got married to at fifteen. Let's 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 that, just, that meant that meant nothing. Let's speculate that meant, that here. Meant no- we don't have facts. Let's speculate, okay? Okay, that's not questionable. Who sang that song? Aaliyah. R. Kelly obviously wrote it. Clearly, right? She was forced to perform that. Question mark. I don't know what arrangement they had. That's why I said let's speculate. Okay. I know we don't have facts. Okay, you're you're bringing up the impact or effect of this song. Mm-hmm. Let's really unplug this thing. Okay, why does he have her singing that? No, 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 no. I asked you the question. What's the question? 
do you believe that she was forced to perform this song that he wrote? I don't know. I know you don't know. We're being speculative. Well, the thing about it is, you're using, you're being like using direct language towards like forced because she had been manipulated. Oh, now I'm using direct language. It's okay when he does it. Man, y'all need to get out of here with that. You don't think he, that's, that's so, what he's so in other words, so, 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 okay, all right. She wasn't forced. She wasn't forced. Is that where you're going? No, 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 no. I want to know what your honest opinion or your honest speculative thought is. I, well, I thought I gave it to you. Speculative. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Gatry. Your question, sir. But I was going to answer no. She wasn't forced. Okay. So, so, so with no, that. No, no, you have a question. So I no, want to no, be respectful with, so and answer that, your question. No, so with that. So if it's no, then what's your point? If she wasn't forced to sing this or perform this song, mm-hmm. then what are we talking about? And what are we talking about? Yeah. The fact that she's a 15-year-old. Right. And a grown man is making you sing a song. Wait, wait, wait. You said she wasn't forced. No, a grown man is giving you a song to sing. But she wasn't forced. Right. So did Aaliyah perform all the songs that were submitted to her? Did she perform? Yeah. She performed every song that was submitted to I her. Don't, I don't think so. But what I'm saying... Okay. <laughs> So, what, what, so all right, all right. What so, are we so, doing so, here? So, so, Chris Brown. So, if she, so if she performs a song and chooses to perform that song that he wrote, this is also a person who allegedly had an inappropriate relationship with her. You don't see how the connection of that is just off. So you're just gonna you're gonna willingly just look the other way. Let's, on that let's one. be fair. Let's be fair. We don't know. Let's be fair. We don't know if she was forced to sing that song. We're, we're being speculative. You're being speculative about just, certain just, aspects I'm of inter- the song. I'm entertaining, so am I. I'm, an, I'm entertaining your question. Right. But the, but, the, but the thing that we both know, neither neither of us have factual information about the inner workings of this song. We do not. Fair? Okay. All right. So you have factual information about much of the stuff we talk about, but yet you have a strong stance on. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just I'm just trying to level the I'm trying to level you do? I'm in this in this particular context, I'm trying to level the playing field. Gosh, Lee, you should be more in shape than me in black the way you move the (laughs) goalposts. Good God. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't I don't see how that's moving the goalpost. You you, because what, no, what, what was your opening question about base, this song your, in particular? Your base, what was your opening question about this song in particular? For me, I had an issue with some of the music and the songs he was creating that actually alluded to some of the behavior that he's being dinged about today. Okay. Okay. And your Pied Piper reference. Yes. yes. You schooled me on that one. I'll give you that. I still remember that. I can't even hear that the same way now. Yeah. That's just weird. Who calls himself the Pied Piper? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, so that for me, like when I start thinking about this, it was like, man, how much of this, how much of this stuff given with this, and most of this, most of our music and stuff comes from personal experiences. So it doesn't surprise me that some of the music is a little qu- like the titles and the, and the music is questionable. Doesn't surprise me at all. So for that, it was like, okay, it's hard to keep the mute, the art, and the artist separate when it appears to, to be some crossover between the art and what the guy is doing in his personal life. Is that fair? Yeah. So for me, it's tough to do that when you're not helping. So let's say I wanted to take your approach, Gat. R. Kelly isn't helping me in that regard because some of his music seems like it's derived from his personal life. Okay. 
Am I, am I okay? Yeah. So that's that's why I couldn't separate the art from the artist in this regard. Okay. That that was why I had a problem with it. Fair. Um. Bill Cosby feels like he got railroaded. Because did, of you, hear, the, did you hear about this black? No. Wait, wait. Want to want to go ahead and search that for us? Sure. <laughs> that's interesting. This. Wait. Go ahead. Because of this, he felt like he got railroaded. Once the verdict was reached. Cosby issued a statement. And Black's going to read it. I did not hear about this. Black's going to read it for us because he keeps us. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I see a quote from someone named Wyatt, not Cosby. Why the Spice Walker? He <laughs> <laughs> uh, said, I guess it was Andrew Wyatt is his spokesman. So that's why I'm not seeing directly quote a quote from from his spokesman. Yeah. Okay. So what did what did that what did that say? Uh, the deck was stacked against Robert. Wyatt told the paper on behalf of Cosby. His constitutional rights were grossly abused. I don't know anywhere but in this country, in the United States, that a documentary can bring a criminal charges against someone. And he was referring to the 2019 series, Surviving R. Kelly, in which accusers come forward to describe Kelly's abuse. Prosecutors who investigated this and the other allegations brought these charges. He also didn't have the resources and means, Wyatt said. He should have asked for support from the court. He would have gotten a better representation. Is there something more controversial that looking for? I know Akon made a statement. He got fried for it. He felt like, oh, so I can ask you, Black. I mean, Gatry. Uh, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. We'll we'll, we'll get to that. But I just feel I, I just feel like if you're what I feel like if you're Cosby, just stand down. Yeah, like stand I'm, down. I'm concerned. Like, where did stand, where did he come from in all this? Stand down, just stand down. Don't hit your wagon to to, to right. Just stay away. Just stand down. Just mm-hmm. stand down. Yeah, but he feels like he got railroaded. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Hmm. Just stand down. Just stand there. I know you. I know you don't care at all, right? And you that, like f it. it. That's why it threw me for a loop when you said that. Like, dude, you go. You of all people gonna say something right now? <laughs> right. That was like my first thought. Right, right, right. Now just you. You just nah. Can we no. dying on a hill is just you know whatever. Yeah. But uh, Akon <laughs> got fried for saying that R. Kelly. I'm paraphrasing. Deserves to redeem himself. Okay. When? Serving your prison sentence doesn't count as redeeming yourself. He ain't never getting out. Oh, that's guess. Guess not then. So it's a wrap for Kelly. You don't think he ever getting out? You said there are still more charges. Yeah. 
in multiple in other states, plural. I don't it's think over. It, I think it's over. Yeah, you're right. Um, does he deserve to redeem himself? Um, what do you think, Gatry? You're you're a, you're a big proponent of giving people grace. Yeah. I mean, well, does he? He he would deserve to redeem himself. Go ahead, Black. If he's admitted guilt, like has he admitted that he's guilty? Beautiful point. He hasn't. No, spoke. he hasn't no. spoken. No, 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 no. He still maintains his innocence. Says whom? His defense. Him. Yeah, him. He has. He has released a statement. Can we? Can, we, can you pull it up? I mean, he's never admitted to doing anything. He's never wrong. admitted to doing anything wrong. But can you pull it up for him? Because he needs. When it comes to R. Kelly, he needs. <laughs> no, not anymore. Not, not anymore. No. <laughs> so I don't need to search for this. You. You, on you good? You good? You. You. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know. Just. No, I don't. I just didn't. I. I'm shocked that he. I didn't realize he said anything. Oh. Okay. Because I know during the trial he didn't say anything. But he's released a statement since that is appalling to me not appalling but shocking you know he's never he's ne- he's maintained his innocence through this whole process since he was you think you think it'll be news if he did admit guilt or made a plea i think so in the news in the news age it? we're in yeah okay have you heard anything of that no okay is do you know why that is why i have to spell it out because he hasn't said anything correct right Okay. So would you saying. still say he retains his innocence or maintains his innocence? Man, he, he's maintaining his innocence. Okay. And it, there's also talks of him trying to appeal. Well, I mean, I think that's a no, 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 no. A plea deal. There's nothing to. Oh. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after you have fought this hard, the only course of action now, unless you just don't want to. Your only Hail Mary of an opportunity is to appeal. Hmm. There's another one. Chuck D oh, wonders yeah, when R. Kelly would get redemption and got the side eye from Twitter. Yeah, I know. Yes, yeah, I saw it. But, but, but when he, you. He, he, he retracted that and apologized for it. But when you say redemption, what do you mean exactly? What, is, what, what do y'all mean when, you, when you're saying R. Kelly? I don't know what a comment. But I, I'm, I mean, I'm curious. I mean, he's got, got if and when he's convicted of these. He's already my, convicted. Okay. What what, you, what am I talking Sentenced. about? Sentence. Yeah, my judicial terms are terrible. When he's sentenced to this, like, I'm with y'all. There, I mean, I don't know if he sees a lot of day again. I don't think so. Right? These are, I don't it, think so. If, if all these charges stick, which we kind of feel like they will. The charges so far. Yeah, the charges. So, yeah, yeah, not even the pending ones. Yeah, this dude, this dude's done. Yeah, I think so too. So that's why I'm curious. Like, if redemption is getting out of jail, then no. If redemption is R. Kelly confessing and saying, "Hey, look, I yeah, I did all this stuff. I messed up." A lot, a lot has to. Well, no, not even that. You can confess, but you need to go get some serious professional help. Can you get that in jail? No. Oh. But you understand what I'm saying? Yes. That like there has to be a lot of steps 
that have to take place before he's given a chance to redeem himself. Gotcha. Yeah. We good here? I'm good. It's on you. It's my topic. I know this isn't going to grow legs. You trying to give it time to, though? I really am. <laughs> Hurry. NBA COVID vaccine. Discuss or trash? Um, I don't mind discussing this. You don't. I don't mind discussing it. <laughs> Will you hurry? Oh, we got play. The legs are growing, man. Give it time. I'm shocked. You've shut down all COVID commentary on this podcast. You've done it too. I have, but we're not talking about me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, really high level. Andrew Wiggins and Kyrie Irving have been under the NBA microscope recently just because of their refusal to get vaccinated per the NBA's strong recommendation. Mm -hmm. So they're even facing and I don't I don't know if this is true, but Kyrie Irving is facing glad you went here four hundred thousand dollar per game (laughs) fine or no, he loses four hundred grand per game for not playing due to him not being vaccinated. I guess this is the equivalent of his contract with the Nets. Has to be. Yeah. That's a lot of coin. Her game, man. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you, because I'm glad you went here, because I really wanted to use this as as an opportunity to just pivot the conversation totally. I I would expect no different. There you go. Are you back? How do you sleep? Take your time. How do you sleep at night, Walker? Easy. Especially after I've had a good workout. You ready? You back? Yeah, it's it's no, no, perfect. No. no, no, no. It's perfect. It's perfect that you pivot when we're talking about the NBA. Yes. Okay. How much longer is Kyrie gonna be in the league? <sighs> at least, it? at least eight more seasons. At least. Black. I don't know when's the last time he played a full season. <laughs> <laughs> The spice. <laughs> the thing about it is, I wish I had the sound effect for flawless victory. Spice guys. <laughs> I mean, but that's I would love to see him play though. Yeah, like, he's very entertaining, but that's not where his. It seemed like his mind and his heart isn't in playing anymore. Nah, I I think a lot of people are taking the wrong approach on Kyrie. Enlighten I, us. I, res- I respect from what my consumption of what Kyrie is doing I respect it Kyrie is rebelling against all of the social norms that are tied to being a professional NBA player so how much longer is he going to be in the NBA because that season does not work if you're not if you're coming up with all these reasons why you don't want to play you got to remember when he was I think was it Boston It may have been last year with Brooklyn. Like, he just didn't show up. Remember that? Yeah. yeah I think with Boston, he may have been hurt. He may have been hurt there. But I think Brooklyn, I think last year, he just, I think he just didn't show up. Didn't tell the coach. Yeah. Because they were trying to figure out when will they have their big three on the court at the same time. Right. All I'm saying is... 
if you're being this kind, if you're being, and like, again, I think that's cool that you're fighting these social norms, but that's a conflict of interest. You have an obligation to that, to that franchise because they're paying you X amount of dollars to show up. Right. Conversely, when you don't show up, you don't get paid. So is that fair? Right. So my thing is, if I'm a, if I'm a franchise, can I depend on that guy? I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to give you a question. From surface level, no, you can't. Okay. So why is my, so is my question off base or is that a valid question? It's a valid question. Okay. Can I offer a dose of reality, please? Because we know you bring it. Go ahead. I do. Do you realize how bad of a record the Timberwolves had last season? Uh, yeah, I know how bad it was. Okay. It was pretty bad, right? Even with Cat. Sure. So you mean to tell me, as bad as they played, there's somebody like Kyrie out there that's available that for, let's just, let's just, let's just be provocative here and say you could possibly afford if you could. You, you, think, you, you think Kyrie will go play with uh I'm not saying the Timberwolves in in particular. I'm just saying You're saying so you there think, are you bad think, teams out here think he'll go who to would a bad probably team. lay down a lot to have Kyrie play for them. After having won a championship, he's been playing on decent to really good teams ever since. You think he's gonna be and he mm, was a reach. Hmm? Reach. So who wasn't a decent team? The Celtics team he was on. That team was bad, bitch. They was, they was decent. They made to the playoffs. Oh. Decent. The Knicks made the playoffs. And you can argue they got worse after Kyrie got on that team. Perhaps. That Celtics team wasn't built to go any further, even with Kyrie. I said decent. There's a lot of decent teams don't even make it to the finals, okay? But you're forgetting. You're forgetting the team he started out with. I worry about your listening skills. I really do. It's okay. Ever since he won a championship, he's been on decent. <laughs> Didn't I say that? He won a championship Did where? Didn't I say that? He's he pretty cha- much chosen the teams he wants to be on, right? Ever since He won a then, championship where? Cleveland. So my point. I was agreeing with you. Okay. So my point, my point was, <laughs> my point is he's going to go from that to a bad team. He was already a bad, questionable teammate when he was on these good teams. He's going to go to these bad teams and just wait, wait, wait. How good right. were the How good were the Nets when he got there? How good were the Nets? Made it to the playoffs? No, they didn't. 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 They didn't. They did not. They got swept in the first round against the Bucks. In the playoffs. Okay. Was that the year D'Angelo Russell was on there and he made the all-star team? No, he was gone. They got Kyrie and he got hurt, remember? And they still made the playoffs. Still made the playoffs. Who else was on that team? Uh, What's that? Uh, Dinwiddie. White guy who can hit the three? Dinwiddie's not white. <laughs> Dinwiddie's a black guy. No. That's why I know you're not talking. You're talking about Joe Harris. That's why I know you don't know what you're talking about right now. Spencer no. Dinwiddie is a black guy. 
But I was talking about your hairs when I mentioned the white guy. But I, oh, Spencer I thought you were calling Spencer Dinwiddie a no, white you guy. idiot. So. <laughs> Kyrie's first year. I got to answer. I got to answer for everything you're throwing me. So, so if I don't know what I'm talking about, Kyrie's first year with the Nets. On the Nets, they did not make the playoffs. Do you want him to look at it while you still talk to me? Because we're we're. (laughs) Did you find that restaurant? Uh, you talking about the one in Hoover? No, did you find a restaurant that you and I go into? We're leaving. We're leaving. Somebody don't want to be wrong at all. I hate that it has your voice, like your voiceover in that. Hey, what did you find out over there? I found out that I was right. They did not make the playoffs. Now, where were we? Can we get back to the vaccine, please? Can we get back to the vax? What you want to talk about vaccine? Mm-hmm. What you got to add about that? No, 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 no. I just want to, I want to ask, do you agree with the NBA's approach here? About if you're not. Well, I had a, I had a Dort topic a few weeks back that addressed this with companies that uh, would take punishment on employees did not get vaccinated, you trashed it. So what are your thoughts? The company what are your wasn't the today? NBA. This is totally different. Okay. I, I mean, Seems though we, I work let, for a big company. It, let me say, let me say this. I understand what the NBA is doing. I understand it. What is it? They are trying to protect all their players. They want, they want, they want the guys to be able to play basketball. They're not trying to protect their players. Trying to protect the wallets. Okay. Thank you. They, it's a business though. To your point, it is a business, a business that needs to make money. Mm-hmm. If you inject everyone in their shoulder who's a part of this business, you have a higher probability of your dollars continuing to circulate. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, here's here's what here's what I like about what the NBA is doing. They're at least in this case giving you somewhat of a choice. Now, the repercussions are interesting, but you do have a choice. Okay. So, I can see both sides, in other other words. Andrew Wiggins saying it was religious, that was weak. (laughs) But, you know, you know, legit, what? He's on your team. Relax. That's not your team anymore? No, that's, the Warriors have never been my team. I just picked them to win one year and they're my team. It's not like I went down to New Orleans to watch them play. What year you say Kyrie got to Brooklyn? 2019. And what year you say they didn't, they weren't in the playoffs? 2019. Huh? 2019. What you say? 2019 NBA Eastern Conference first round, the Nets versus the 76ers. 2019, 2020 or 2018, 2019? It says 2019. Okay. They played the 76ers and lost... One to four. Okay. What did you see? I, I saw when Kyrie got there, 2018, 2019 season. Because you know how the NBA seasons kind of overlap on calendar years? Mm-hmm. He's been there since 2019, it says. Okay. I'm not doing this. You're not doing what? I'm not I'm not having this discussion. I'm not. You you already did. 
No, I'm not. No, you I actually didn't. Pause the podcast just so you can look up to see if you were right. I know, and then I let it go after I gave you facts. But what are you looking at, Black? He's probably looking at Fox News or something. Hey, 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 hey! Watch what? It. Watch it. Don't piss off your piss off our listener base. <laughs> so, oh, camera actually going to Walker now. <laughs> Perfectly fine by me. So, what were you looking at, Black? I just Googled it. Uh, basketballreference.com. What were you looking at, Gatry? Wiki. Okay. So you're saying he got there in 2018. No, I'm saying I understand where the NBA is coming from on both sides of the vaccination. That's what I've been trying to say for the past nine minutes. We're all on the same page now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right, dog. This is you got it, man. And this I, is I'm not sorry. about Kyrie in the I'm playoffs. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm we sorry. talking about playoffs? Sorry, playoffs. Bro. Playoffs. We talking about playoffs? We talking about practice. You got it. You got it. So y'all aren't gonna y'all not gonna it, join man. this vaccination conversation with me? You got it all, man. You got it. Shout outs. You got it, man. Or did you have any more topics, sir? No, I didn't. Oh, no, actually, I did. I did. No, I you did. didn't. I did. You said the right thing. Um, <laughs> Will Smith discusses his marriage on GQ magazine. Why didn't you start off with this? This would have been a great segue from our opener. Mm-hmm. What did he say? Well, what did Will Smith say, huh? You were primed for me to trash this, weren't you? He, yeah, I just no, knew he was going no. to. I, I like hearing what Will Smith says about marriage. He's talked about the whole entanglement situation. And he basically, just I read some quotes here. He said, Jada never believed in conventional marriage. Jada had family members that had an unconventional relationship. So she grew up in a way that was very different than how I grew up, he said. There were significant endless discussions about what is relational perfection. What is the perfect way to interact as a couple? And for the large part of our relationship, monogamy or monomer. What is that? I don't know. Some new term, I guess, they're using. Can you look that up? <laughs> you got to spell that. M-O-N-O-M-E-R was what we chose. Not thinking of monogamy as the only relational perfection. So apparently it sounds like something open. Like an open type of relationship. It's always been kind of what I had to assume. You said M O N O, M O N O M E R. It has to be something related to an open relationship. Sure. Uh, he also have another statement. Then um, he says he basically alluded like he she was not the only one engaging in other sexual relationships. He says we have given each other trust and freedom. With the belief that everybody has to find their own way. And marriage for us can't be prison, Will said. And I don't suggest our road for anybody. I don't suggest this road. He says, I don't suggest this for anyone. But the experiences that the freedoms that we've given one another and the unconditional support to me is the highest definition of love. What are your thoughts on that? Did you find out what that was, by the way, Black? No. It could have been. It just could have been something he made up in that moment. Now. What what are your what are your thoughts on that, uh, Gat? I think that's rather compelling. Is it? I, it's confirming. Just because I know socially, at least in the limited environments I've consumed information on their marriage, 
they've all they've always been kind of known to be open to be open you know and and i just i just i deem that as just being like stuff people put out there that no one has any like context behind no solid context behind but it sounds like he's confirming it a little bit in his words here right yeah so my thing is my only question for will if he were sitting across the table from me right now would be why did the entanglement situation seem to impact you the way it did if this is the way you've always done it if you've given each other a trustworthy level of freedom to do whatever it is that you do And you know that Jada has a background or her family background is does not support monogamy to I'm just trying to paraphrase what he said. Like, so when Jada does seemingly step out with August Alsina, we saw the reaction that Will Smith had came a meme for like that tear. Right. So my thing is, if it's been that way for that long, why would he react that way? That's a fair question. That's yeah. a good point. And, that, that's that's and, my that's my only and, thought on and that. And if that's how you truly feel about y'all's relationship, why did you and Jada say collectively that y'all have a bad marriage on that red table talk? Aren't you defining what your marriage is? Isn't this a part of that? It, that, that those are his words, right? Those were his and Jada's words, and and that's you see what I'm saying. Mm. So so I I I'm be honest, man. I feel sorry for him. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I feel sorry for him in a sense to where this is why you, we talk about background and being like on the same page in terms of what you want in a relationship. She wanted something different than you. She wanted more for herself. Right. Seemingly based on his words, yeah. Like this don't sound like somebody compatible with you. It seemed like he he leans more towards monogamy instead of this. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like to me. That's what it sounds like. I got a lot out of that. Me too. Like uh, to I was like, oh. So it sounds like you wanted a more traditional type of marriage Jay where the t-word i know why well, hey well played black you traded well by the way <laughs> so I, I mean i feel so, like you yeah, you're with yeah. someone who's not compatible to what you really want yet you are married to them i've heard i've heard it been said time and time again some of the most loneliest people are married people I know he want to curse that damn red table. <laughs> know, you think right? Will Smith does? Why are you looking at me like that? What are you looking at me like that for? When I said that? What? Nothing. Why do you look at me like that? Like what? Oh, okay, we doing that. Okay. No, I feel sorry for I feel, I feel yeah, sorry it, for Duke. It, that, that sounds very sad. I feel sorry for Duke. I really do. And see, and see, and see this is this from from the from my vantage point. I would think we'll be the one out here. Well, he may have one. He may have. I think he may have, but it sounds like his desires were monogamy, and probably low key still is. 
desires and actions are two different things. But I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. What, like, if Jada came to him and just flew right and was like, you know what? Let's work on this. I want to be committed to you. You think he'll be like, uh uh-uh. uh. No, I, 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 I like this. I like this. I don't this know him personally. Monomer. I only know him from what we see on the screen. I like this monomer or whatever it is he said. <laughs> I only know from what we see on the screen, but I would have to believe Will would be willing to work with that. Who, I mean, who knows at the end of the day? But to, But based off of what I just read to you guys. He sound he sounded like someone who is committed to someone who wants something different. Yeah. Or wanted something different. And maybe they're on the same page now and it's just she just got caught out there. Right. So that's all I got. Shout outs. <sighs> Dang, Will. Mm. Go ahead. Take Heath. <laughs> Don't make me say the rest. Black's already cussed on here once, so what do, what do we care? <laughs> I think I messed the algorithm up or something. No, I'm, we got to put, we gotta put an explicit thing on our podcast. Because of his one word. Yeah. Or I can just edit it out. That's in the Bible. There's a lot of stuff in the Bible, Black. <laughs> Take Heath. He was recently named as an honorary professor. Who's that? Take Heath, hitmaker, who has collaborated with the likes of Drake, Migos, and Lil Baby. Grammy nominated, if I might add. Gotcha. We're going to include that. Now, now, I noticed that, like, with hitmakers and people who, like, produce beats, they have, like, a tagline. I'm not is saying that. Pro- why not? Because this is not the place for that. I mean, you would be the first person to say something inappropriate, so... Oh, that means I should just follow suit, huh? You're fine. Black jumped off the bridge. I might as well jump behind him. You're kind of a follower. Are you going to let me get through my shout out or what? It's going to be a rough edit. <laughs> Take Heath. The Grammy nominated hit maker recently was awarded as an honorary professor at his alma mater of Middle Tennessee State University. I didn't realize this about Take Heath until uh, reading this article, but um, he graduated from MTSU in 2018 while he was building his hit making producing career. In fact, the week after, excuse me, the week before he graduated from MTSU, Sicko Mode was number one on the charts. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, hey, I produce a number one track right now and I'm walking across the stage with you, normal people? It was a pretty lit time in his life. Seriously. So, um, Take Heath went on to say he is very proud of this uh, honorary professorship that MTSU has given him. He's always had a desire, Walker, to go back and teach at some point in his career. Because he said, and I do quote, when I turn 50, I ain't touching the keyboards. Right? So, he always had a plan to go back and pursue whatever education he needed to become a professor. Um, shouts out to him and MTSU for accelerating that. Take Keith, I love what you're doing, bro. Keep it up. You said what his degree was in? Oh, I did not say it. He graduated from the College of Recording Management. 
Shouts out to him. Yeah. My shout out goes to Nia DaCosta. She recently became the first black woman to direct a number one film at the box office. That film being Candyman. Candyman grossed $22.3 million during its opening weekend back in the month of August. Since then, Candyman has Come on, man. That's three times you said that. <laughs> I'm not in front of a mirror, though. <laughs> I'm not in front of a mirror. No! I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dang, Walker, what have you done with him? I don't know. He's good, though. Jeez. He's really He's good. On. But I'm not in front of him with a mirror, so okay. it's okay. Touche. It's okay. Well played, Black. Okay. Well played. Okay. Candyman has grossed a total. Candyman has grossed a total. <laughs> I'm getting scared. <laughs> It's grossed a total of $57.5 million in the United States and Canada collectively and $16.2 million in other territories for a worldwide total of $73.8 million. So shout out to this sister for making history and for making, I haven't seen the film, don't plan on it because I don't like movies like that, but shouts out to her for the remake. I don't know if it's good or not. Have you heard anything about it? Don't want to hear anything about it. Okay. But, uh... That's an achievement for her. So, shouts out to that lady. Before I get into my player of the week, I will say this. Now, I have no plans on seeing Candyman, but I have read two, maybe three reviews on it. And it seems like it's not what people think it's going to be or think think it is. You know how uh, Get Out was like kind of a suspense thriller type thing, but not really. Well, I guess if you're black, it's a horror but um, yeah, but not like really a fierce horror like like the original Candyman was. Mm-hmm. I hear this is not a fierce horror. This is more of a like social social drama. So yeah, because you know it's Jordan Peele, so he's he's bringing he's bringing awareness along with this film too. So yeah, still not gonna see it though. Still the same thing. Still not gonna see it. <laughs> still no. Did you no. see Get Out? Yes, begrudgingly. Okay. Who's your uh, Who's your play of the week? Timothy Wolf. This is a quick hitter, Walker. So uh, Timothy Wolf from Lake City, Florida. He decides that since he's in need of transportation, he does what anyone else would do, and he goes and steals a car fresh off the lot. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. So steals steals a car, successful, drove it home. Joy ride, joy rode a little bit, I guess you can say. About three days later, he gets the bright idea. He says, you know what? I can come up off some change off this thing, right? Mm-hmm. So Tim does, I mean, does something else that I think any normal human being would do. He gets in the car, throws that thing in drive, and he drives it right back to the very dealership he stole it from. And he walks in and says, hey, I want to trade this in for something else. All right, Mr. Wolf. We'll be glad to help you with that. Uh, let's just get some information from the car. Timothy Wolf, as the as the article states, sat patiently while the sales managers ran this VIN and attached it to the vehicle that was stolen. So I can just envision 
old Timmy Wolf sitting there waiting for the sales manager to come back. And this, you know, you know how they do at the dealership, this weird game of let me go talk to the manager. So um, as it's reported, as he was waiting, uh, the authorities arrived and arrested him. And um, it was even it was even disclosed that his theft of this particular vehicle was caught on camera. So, uh, Tim, you made it very easy on everyone involved here. You made it a reality that patience is a real thing and it's a virtue and it always pays off. But for you, sir, you are. You idiots. Walker, I can't make this stuff up. No, you cannot. You also can't make this up. Devereaux Canick, we was already talking about R. Kelly. And it was brought up about the defense. Canick uh, uh, uh. quoted King's I've been to the mountaintop speech. And he was talking about how Dr. King protested in the streets across America because the government at the time was not being fair and true to all citizens. Quoted somewhere I read of the freedom of speech somewhere. I read of the freedom of assembly somewhere. I read of the freedom of the press. Canick quoted King. Canick added that King led the civil rights movement in his attempt to make the government be true to what's on paper. His quote, that's all Robert is trying to do. <laughs> How he invoked the name of MLK and tried to make these things equivalent. When all you had to do was give a good, if your if your client is innocent, provide reasonable doubt of such accusations, right? You don't have to prove his innocence, just provide reasonable doubt. But in a Hail Mary of an attempt, you invoke the late Dr. Martin Luther King, who's probably backflipping in his grave over this. Obviously it didn't work because uh old Robert got found guilty, right? Correct. And you're guilty of being a terrible lawyer with an awful closing argument. Ren? You idiots. Go ahead. While I agree with you, Walker, is there any empathy for this defense? Empathy. Yeah. Is there any? I'm asking. No. No. Okay. Here's why I have some. Why? They they were employed to defend him. He obviously has no, I mean, there's there's nothing, there's nowhere he can go with this, right? He, he being R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. You still got to do something. You don't have to take the case. All right, you can wrap us up. Um, before I wrap up, I want to say, according to CBS Sports, uh, the 2019 playoffs, 76ers versus the Nets, first-round series results, takeaways. Philly crushes Brooklyn in game five to advance four to one. 2019 playoffs, they were there. They? The Nets? With? Kyrie was on the Nets then. Did he play that series? He was injured. Uh uh-huh. Still on the team, right? Are you? <laughs> 
Guys, I want to thank you guys for tuning into the latest and greatest episode. You guys know what to do. If you haven't already, please follow us or subscribe to us on whatever streaming platform you're streaming this from. And if you're Amazon Music, welcome. Shouts out to you guys. You can also find us on social media at the <coughs> THA Tipping Point. That's one word. Instagram and the Twitter. And you can find us on YouTube on our page. Please go there and subscribe to our page. It helps us out a ton as well. Benediction. Let us not stand. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Shall we go in peace? You guys be good to yourself. Have a productive and safe week out there. And as always, I'm Caesar Walker. He's Ronnie Gatry. And our powers combined, we are the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.